0: Hello again, and happy 2021. This is Brian Rosen. Uh, Many of you, if not all of you, know me, and I want to welcome you to a brand new year of our podcast, Happy Hour Live with Brian Rosen. We are not an hour, and we are not live. So we may have to change the name of our podcast or just alert you to that going forward. Our first guests on the pod this year are going to be the team from Billionaires Row. And I want to share with everyone how I first met Billionaires Raw. Um, as many of you know, I told my business, Bev Strat, to MHW in New York. And I am walking through the halls of their expanse office. And I think, Patrick, it was you, or William, it was you, but looking fly as hell, coming right <laughs> towards me, outdressing me, as which is easily done, by the way, but outdressing me like I had... Shopped forever at Kmart, and you guys had shopped forever at Gucci. So, who, <laughs> I mean, who recalls that story, uh, and who recalls that first meeting? Because it really is that is sets up a big yeah. issue for the brand. Who? I can't recall who was that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was uh, me that you ran into, it was William.
0: Yeah, and I'm so yeah. I'm, I'm in the halls of MHW, and which looks, you know, it's a it's a very efficient develop accounting finance operations set up and lo and behold I got this Denzel Jr walking towards me and talking about how he's going to change the world talking about his brand billionaires row and about how it's a lifestyle brand and how it is will be germane to people's ecosystem in, you know in the years to come so we have Patrick on the cast and and William on the cast the two principals of billionaires row so guys, tell me really how how it came to be, how you started in the business, where you came from. I know those stories are always really relevant when I meet brand entrepreneurs that want to come into the business, which is brand owners and entrepreneurs. And they've always come from really exciting history. So can you talk a little bit fellows about where you came from and and why the hell do you want to be in this
2: crazy business?
1: Scotty, you got it?
2: No, definitely Jordan. (laughs) Um, We we like to call ourselves Brian, Scotty, and Jordan. William is Jordan, um, Patrick, Scotty. (laughs) So when we go back and forth podcast, listeners are listening. you'll hear us go back and forth with Jordan and Scotty, understanding that Scotty is Patrick and Jordan is William. But definitely William, go ahead and take lead.
1: This is a very interesting question. You know, Billionaire's Row spawned from a song about a decade ago. Uh, the term, and it basically, um, I was listening to a, a, a song called Run This Town by Jay-Z and, and Rihanna. And I remember Jay-Z said, so my bank head is looking like Millionaire's Row. And, you know, I, I'm very, I'm creative. Sometimes I like to just listen to music and write keywords down and certain things and see what can be created from words right and so I'm very big on that and so I wrote this word down and I said yeah but this is his reality his reality is he's he's a millionaire but how do we take this word and make it cool because that word really wasn't a cool word it's cool now we made it cool but before those 1700 billionaires in the world probably the most hated people in the world right could could be possibly based on the fact that they were billionaires so taking that word i wrote it down um i went online someone owned it a guy a guy literally he owned it i, I found his number uh through like GoDaddy or something crazy and i, I called him he picked up and um, he was an mit guy I'll never forget this he said to me sure i'll sell you the site but um i was like cool all right i'll um I'll PayPal you the money or whatever. He's like, no, no, no. I want a wire. He's like, I was like, you want a wire? What do you mean you want a wire? He's like, yeah, I want you to wire me the money and then I'll give you the domain. And I was like, wait a minute. He's like, you got to trust me. You wire me the money. Now, mind you, I'm this young, ambitious guy. He's saying, wire him the money. It's a lot of money that he's asking for. But I was like, okay, cool. I'll do it. Wired him the money. He got it. He sent me over the domain, so now that's when everything kind of kicked off. Because now I, I, we got billionairesrow.com. I'm like, okay, well, billionaires row is really cool, but how do we build this? Like, what am I gonna create? And so we used to do this thing. Um, a gentleman by the name of Sakias Sanderford, who was my literally lived across, like up the street from me. He would come over all the time, and um, he was a single. He was, he was a little older than me, but he was a single parent, father of two daughters and his daughters would come, they would swim, hang out or play, and he would, me and him would just go back and forth with ideas. And he had just finished writing Kanye West's best-selling book, and, you know. Wait, hold on, you, you
0: can't just gloss over that. So, the, your neighbor also is yes. a ghostwriter writer for Kanye West? Yes, so he Oh, wrote, oh yeah, my, by the way, you, you forgot to mention that. That's, yeah, my neighbor, <laughs> my neighbor is the head of public works for my community.
1: <laughs> well, not I'm only, living in the wrong not, neighborhood. Not, not, only, not only that, he was Kanye's best man and well, he's Kanye's best man in his wedding with Kim, with Kim and when him and Kim got married. He was the best man. And you're in a better zip code than me. You know, so basically, well <laughs> so basically we were writing taking these ideas and writing them down. And so we came up with this thing called Thinkers Thursdays. Thinkers Thursdays was a Thursday event that we would host at a restaurant. With like-minded individuals, that was really the premise of this event, and we did, we did, we we started to host this event and invite people. And as I told you before, you know, he wrote this book called "Thank You and You're Welcome." So "Thank You and You're Welcome" was was this book that sold millions of copies. And so we would literally sit there and we would jot down notes and take notes and stuff as we're at the dinner. And so everyone in the room, no one really knew each other. So people were very nervous. And I would always stand up and I would say everybody in this room is supposed to be in this room because we have this we're like-minded and pioneers of industry. So let's make magic. So I would always start this, start the dinner off like that. Let's make magic. Because I found that magic happened after five o'clock in New York City.
0: So speaking of New York, and I think it's important to we want to take the listeners down this path of Kind of how it all began, and I I really do think that's relevant and needed, right? Because, guys, as you would know, and a lot of the we had fifty thousand downloads in our last cast of mid year, I guess pre pandemic, and these entrepreneurs, they're not all Kanye West's songwriting, ghostwriting neighbor. You know, these are guys that are making bourbon in their basement or growing wine in some obscure land in Napa Valley or Europe or brewing beer in the, in a back warehouse in Chicago. You know, one of the things that strikes me interesting is that as many of you know, I used to live in New York city and spent many years there in Gramercy. And there's a street in New York called billionaires row. And it is the highest concentration of billionaires in America or in New York for sure, but de facto America, 57th street and it is the address of all addresses. Did that play at all into who you guys are looking for as customers? Did that play at all to (coughs) aspiration? Or did that just happen to be the great coincidence
1: of life? No, 1,000% it did, because where do our wives and where do our friends want to go when they come to New York? Where is everybody inspired to go when they come here?
0: They want to go to Katz's Deloitte. I thought
1: they they want want to go to get corned beef sandwiches at Katz's. Oh, that's the first stop. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first stop. But they want to go to, they want to shop, right? New York is about, there's two things that make New York, New York. It's shopping and the restaurants. Those experiences are, part of those two things make New York what it is. And so that particular street speaks to me because I was never able to afford those things. So, you know, it's like me and Scotty as kids, we used to see these cars go by, like people would see cars go by and we would say, oh, that's my car when I grow up. That's the car that I want when I grow up. We all were just inspired to want to have better things in life, you know? And that street speaks to, I think, everybody or every, at least every, beautiful lady you know she wants Tiffany's you know she wants yeah to stay at Trump you know she wants the Gucci and she wants Louis Vuitton and Fendi these these are these things are all like a part of our lives in certain ways right and we we work really hard to want to aspire to maybe own like a Tesla or like a you know, Mercedes, or something like that. And so people need to dream and need aspirations to get to those points so they can accomplish those goals. And as they accomplish those goals, they keep setting new goals in their life.
0: So Patrick, well, let me ask you, billionaire, obviously, there's you know, we all watch the show Silicon Valley, or I'm guessing we do. and mm-hmm. they call billionaires, you know, you're in the three comma club. And you've got you've your brand, the collective view, the brand is, champagne and cognac and water and, and, and so many more kind of silos and channels to come from that. But to your own point, there's, William, I think you said there's 1,700 billionaires on earth. So is your core audience just regular folk? Is it a brand for its namesake? Is it you can act and be like this, but don't have to act and be this? Talk to me about the name billionaires role because some brands have, in their name brand, they have an air of exclusivity. Rolls Royce, Kuntash, Lamborghini, Ferrari, G five, Tiffany. When you say those brand names, you are implying a price point that is beyond really most people's reach. Do you then you're creating an everyday brand? With a really elevated marketing plan, is that
2: on point? Yeah, I, I think Brian. Yeah, this is Patrick. Now, Brian, I think that you know definitely. I mean, 2020 was a, a tough year. Now we're come, we're in 2021 for us. It, we we look at you know, Billionaires Row for us is a it's a lifestyle company. A billionaires Row mission is to inspire. Um, those for us, I'm um, coming from humble beginning. Um, when when you listen to the word Billionaires Row, it's not your this and I always talk about this. It's not about, you know, the riches and the famous. We come from humble beginnings. And I think that that's the best way we kind of look at this as far as the actual company from perspective. Um, although we definitely yeah, have our yeah. flagship, um, our champagne. I'm just I don't know if you're going to go in time. Well, just to add what you said,
1: Scotty, really billionaire to me. A lot of people, when they think about billionaire's role, they think about money but it's not about money. It's about lifestyle. It's about aspirations. It's about class, society, family, philanthropy. And those are all, all those things are embodied in a one. And also too, you know, for me, a billionaire, when you say billionaire, a billionaire is not someone with a lot of money. A billionaire is someone that's affecting a billion lives. So for me, it's about the way people's eyes light up when they drink the champagne or the way people's eyes light up when they drink the cognac or the water or when they attend our events and they're rubbing shoulders with people of like minds. You know, these are the experiences, like Patrick was just saying, we're lifestyle. These are the experiences that we leave people. So when you pop a bottle of that champagne, that's a moment, right? You can't get that moment back. Once you pop that bottle, you can't unpop that bottle, right? So those moments are what people aspire that's why you work hard and i always tell people it doesn't matter if you're at mcdonald's doesn't matter if you're you're a janitor you're still aspiring one day you can own that mcdonald's you have as a janitor one day you may become a millionaire have a company and do really cool buildings and things like that so it doesn't matter what industry you're in this word affects everyone's lives because everyone's also aspiring you could have millions of dollars if someone says i'll give you a billion you'd be like okay (laughs) You know what I mean. Bill Gates wakes up every morning at eight, nine, ten o'clock, or whatever time. He's still working. It's really all aspirational on all levels for people to want to dream more, create more, and do more, and be the best versions
2: of themselves. And also, too, Brian, to add to that, I think that one of the things we want to make sure our listeners are are definitely understanding: what billionaires wrote. We're a company that's doing. we're, We're actually doing what no company's ever done to have a champagne a cognac, a natural alkaline spring water um, that's launching this year, 2021. And for us, those are the challenges. Those are things that we look at and say to ourselves, how do we keep the integrity of our champagne, which is our flagship, but still meet that core of someone that, that feels as though they can't reach. Vincent loves to call it uh, the wannabes. That market exists. I'm someone that wants to associate themselves with the lifestyle. Again, we state to our listeners, we both come from humble beginnings. Um, both uh, parent, my parent was an immigrant parent, so the struggle for for us. I, I didn't come with the silver spoon. Um, I might come from one of ten uh, Benson. Same thing. Uh, so we live within the story of understanding it, and I think that Benson, the actual founder of the company, um, where we connected and and just understand that w- within Billionaires Row, we never want the actual consumer to get that misconception because the word itself is a staple Center name.
0: Yeah, and and I think that's great to point out. In this segment i think it's important to, to get across to the listener that billionaire as much as it is a word associated with money it is also a feeling and it is a self-confidence and it can be a moment of success without having three commas as long as you're comfortable in your own skin in our next segment what i want to talk about guys so be prepared is your social media channels. We know you've got tens of thousands of followers social media wise and when we come back from the break, I do wanna talk about your Instagram and LinkedIn and, and tell some of the folks when we get back from break really how that came to be. So a word from our sponsor right now and we will be back in 30 seconds. Hey, it's Brian Rosen. Thank you for returning back to Happy Hour Live with Brian Rosen, where we are neither live nor we are an hour. So again, two misnomers, but fun to say. I've never heard of Happy Half Hour. So this is, uh, this is what you get. One thing that I noticed when I first started looking at Billionaire's Row as a brand, and kudos to you guys both and your team and knowing what I know about you, you know the team is really you guys with magic fingers on the keyboard your social media posting your social media following is pretty badass and in this age of instagram snapchat tiktok linkedin facebook twitch and probably 10 i don't even know about if not more you guys seem to be really on point your retweets are high your followers are high. Your branding is on point. So who does it for starters? Because you're going to, if it's you guys, then you may have a side hustle going. If it's not you guys, then you're going to make someone else uh, wealthy because the way the brand is perceived socially, fellows, is like nothing I've ever seen. In fact, I've told you this before. Before I ever met you, I thought you've been selling in this country for years and you indeed had not sold the bottle at that point. And that is some really good wizardry. So tell me your social.
1: Well, it's, it's a collective between myself and Scotty. And basically, we just play off each other. We look at things that we really like and that inspire us. And we like to say that we influence the influencer. So, you know, if it's something I think is really dope or he thinks is really dope, then we'll post it. And it's really us. It's truly really us.
2: And also, too, just understanding the actual, uh, that the younger generation, I, I think both of us, Vincent and I are, are 33, and, and I think Vincent's 36, very young. Uh, but the, the new generation, their time frame's a bit short. They kind of want the content now. And I think that because we're part of that generation, we understand them. Um, and I Correct. think it gives us an edge value. Uh, it gives an, us an edge as a brand, as brand owners. Um, so we, we use that to our advantage, and, and we, we stay consistent with the brand. And that, that is luxury, that's high-end, and that's what you've seen online. And I think that a, a lot of the guys in, in the industry have probably called this the Jägermeister of the industry, of having such a brand impression in the market of not even having product here. And our first week in sales, Brian, you've seen the numbers. It was $0 in marketing, but but such a, a weight for the product that everyone wants it. So kudos to a to whole entire team of Billionaires' Royal Family.
0: No, and it's truly amazing. I mean, one of the things we say about Jägermeister, and you brought this up, and we've never spoken about this, is it's the worst brand with the best marketing. When I was a young Brian, Jägermeister girls were a thing, and they would be in bars, on-premise accounts all over the country, buying shots. And they would be in you know Hooters-esque type of outfits or leader hosen or Saint Pauli girl type of outfits, and they would be out there buying shots for frat guys who never left college and. That was Cindy Frank's brilliance, who was the brand driver in, in Jägermeister. Cindy Frank also was the guy that helped put Absolute on the map when it was just an also-ran vodka. So you're doing all the right things. And the difference between Jaeger and, I would say, Billionaire's Row, frankly, is that your branding mirrors your brand quality. It's not just one or the other. You both are together. Can you talk about a little bit about why you're successful on social media, do you feel?
1: It's very simple. You know, we believe content is king. And we also understand that you have to create, you know, the unique experience with people who are fascinated or fans or aren't fans of the brand. And so our content's really, it's really sexy. We have fun. We're not too worried about, Oh no, this color and that image. No, it's organic. It's organic. It's, but it's done very sexy. You know, we put it up and we want to see how people engage with what we're doing. So if it's, know if it's a girl jumping off the side of a yacht or if it's a a puppy you know with a bottle in his mouth or something we think if we think it's cute and we can affect or touch someone emotionally in that way with our products then you know we put it up
0: Fifty-one thousand instagram followers which again you're not you know my kids are tiktok so it's you know charlie to or whatever her name is has you know 10 million followers or or even, you know, Trump has 80 million followers, but 50,000 for a brand that has not spent really any money towards brand marketing is pretty darn impressive. And, and so, I mean, there's, there is a point guys where aspiration of a brand has to meet where the rubber meets the road, right? Because if I'm looking, if I'm scrolling through your handle, which by the way, is billionaires row on Instagram, you know, there's, Five-star restaurants. There's beautiful clubs. You're dancing with the Kardashians and the Paris Hiltons of the world, and, and 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 all of that crew. And you're in, you know, you're in Ferraris and Lamborghinis and all this great stuff. And uh, how? Again, this goes back to the name of the brand, right? How does someone? Some some goals are out of reach. I want to be an astronaut. I'm never going to be an astronaut. I know that. So how do you bridge the gap, guys? Between what you're posting and who the audience is because my fear has always been, and I don't know if this is true or false in your case, but my fear has always been you want to make a brand where people feel like they're buying from themselves. It's an old sales phrase that I want to buy from someone who looks and acts like me. So if you're doing these things, how do you bridge the gap? Because there are a lot of brands out there guys that can learn from you there are a lot of importers and producers that can learn from you to how do you bridge between the lifestyle and the availability
2: of the product nationally? I think that, Brian, that's a definitely great question. I think that if you, uh, prior to one of our our meetings, I think, post the COVID-19, I think that that's one of the things that a lot of brands have faced. Um, Those are challenges that brands face. Uh, But for us as a brand, I think because of our story, I think I like to call it that. I think that people will connect with the story of guys that are behind the brand. Uh, and I think that that goes to show someone that they can do it. Vincent and I always speak on that. That to inspire someone to do this is, is probably one of the things we want an actual consumer to take away from Billionaire's Bro. Uh, because it's just not your champagne, cognac, and water. It's a lifestyle company. Uh, but but to, to answer your point, uh, for that reach, what that consumer may feel is still I just feel as though this brand seems a bit too out of my reach. I think when they listen to the story of how we've kind of put this all together, I think the focus on that inspire consumers to go ahead and push forward, to believe in the brand. That's my point. That's my opinion. That's my way. of. And
1: I'll I'll touch on it briefly. You know, look, I mean, Brian, if I, if I said to you, you want a Rolls Royce, it's free. You'd be like, yeah. Right. Or. or I don't know, don't know
0: about that. That seems like a bitch to park. (laughs)
1: <laughs> the, the point is, right, you see a beautiful girl walking with some beautiful shoes and beautiful skin, you know, and you're a guy single, you go, man, she's hot. Maybe one day I could date that girl. You know what I mean? And by the way, everyone's different, which is why we've also created different products in the portfolio. I understand that 1.3 billion people don't consume alcohol in that way. So we now have water. Water philanthropic side to that to connect with young people and older people because you needed to live right and so you know these are all little things that uh, and there's also really little strategies too that you know we could touch on further down on on the conversation but to what patrick said you know, he's right
0: yeah no listen i i again you i throw around compliments like manhole covers and uh, <laughs> you guys you guys have done it right so we're getting we're going to get to our third segment and I guess from a, from a takeaway, there was a time when I first got in the adult beverage business where you had to really put aside $100,000, dollars $300,000 to market a brand as it came to market because you're a new brand in a new market that no one's ever heard of in a state that doesn't know you. Now, you really can't cut that down and use social media free. If you are active and responsible and consistent and create good content. And I think that'd be a takeaway here. So thank you for that. I mean, if anyone, if any of the young listeners out there, you know, the people that want to start brands really want to find a takeaway, it's get off your ass and be keyboard warriors. Take pictures of everything, document everything, create content. You know, marketing is a combination where perception meets desire. And if you can, get to that point you really are onto something so we're going to break we've got uh 60 seconds now from sponsors but i do want to have you guys think about something for our third and final segment one is financing how are you finding the market how are you finding capital raise sales where are you sold what is your plan for 2021 and beyond i am of the ilk that 2021 will be a transformative year for brands. I am of the ilk and my team at BevStrat, InvestBev, et cetera. We think it's gonna be a Gatsby-esque kind of coming out party, complete with flappers and drunkards and celebrations out the wazoo. People have been bottled up for a year and a half. And I I think if you're a brand in market, I think that this is gonna be your time to really excel. So after the break, We are going to talk about that and wrap it up and um, hopefully get everyone's 2021 off to a good year. So we'll be right back after these messages. And we're back. Billionaire's Row is here today, uh, our first podcast of 2021. And the reason why the guys are the first podcast is for a couple of reasons one is they were the first guys to answer my email that's <laughs> that's, that's kind of true but not, not really. the, the the second piece of more importantly is that i believe you know we see brands gosh we see so many brands all the time and we see them from all over the world and some brands are really questionable in their origin and questionable in their market plan and questionable in their sales opportunities one of the things we like to say to brand owners Suppliers or makers or whomever is don't make a brand for yourself, make a brand for the general public. Because if you make a brand for yourself, you're going to have an audience of one. And that's a real important lesson because in this third segment, we talk about how do you pay for it all? You know, it's one thing to meet a brand that's 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 cases in, it's quite the other to take an idea and turn it into a brand. So I'd love to ask you guys, so here you are. We talked about it in segment one. We talked about, we're going to make a brand. Okay, well, I want to be six feet three. I'm not. So how do you make a brand? And what does that look like from a financial perspective? Because vodka and my, a lot of the listeners that make vodka and gin are probably going to hit me up, slide into my DMs in the negative way, in the sense that vodka and gin are easy to make and only from the perspective that you can make it in a week, or two weeks, or 10 days. There's not aging, there's not a lot of complication in the timing, and it's relatively inexpensive. You could legitimately buy every ingredient you need to make a vodka at Home Depot, and maybe a farm and fleet store, and that is a fact, a grocery store perhaps, but all the equipment you can buy at a Home Depot or a Lowe's, one of our sponsors. Um, that was a shameless plug and I apologize, but when you make cognac and you make bourbon and, or uh, yeah, and wine and champagne, that takes time. That takes time in the barrel. That takes time in the fields. You have to harvest. You've got to riddle the champagne. You've got to take the cognac grapes and distill that out. So guys, tell me you have this idea, Billionaire's Row. We've got all that aspirational brand, luxury brand, lifestyle brand, and now you got to pay for it all. So how does that go down?
1: I mean, look, we launched during a pandemic, right? So we we have to start there. We, I mean, we really, really busted our ass bootstrapped and put everything that we had, not just a little bit of coins that we had, but also our blood, sweat, tears, our passion, our ideas, our creativeness. We've made it our goal now really to focus on Expanding the brand, and you're right. It takes it takes money, and we need we need it, right? We need it. We're looking for investment, and of course, you know, Patrick can you know, he can talk, you know, more to that. But um, like I said, we bootstrapped it. It is expensive. It's a lifestyle brand and a heritage brand. So for us, it's like compared to like Hermès, for example. Well, Hermès only makes a few thousand bags a year, but they're still a multi-billion-dollar brand. So we understand that even though we we're not a vodka brand. And that's a space that we really didn't want to play in because we understand that there's new brands coming into the market every day. So that space is really crowded and you need a certain amount of money to even be in that space to play. I just think our creativeness and our dopeness has gotten us this far to this point and also brand association. You know, We've been associated with some of the biggest brands and biggest celebrities in the world, and we did it off of relationships. We didn't have to pay, you know, like other brands and there's no disrespect to any other brands, but you know, other brands buy coolness, you know, we're just the cool kids and we just made it work. What we have, what little we have and coming from humble beginnings, you know, my mother was a single parent working three jobs. You know what I mean? There's no lineage for me to track back and say, oh, that was my great, great uncle who helped me. You know, we started with zero, with nothing, you know, every little bit of money that we well, for sure, if I could speak to me, I know Patrick can attest to his situation, whatever, everything that we had saved or that I had saved went into my idea. I one knew that an investor who, who wants to invest has to know that you've got skin in the game. So I wanted to make sure that I had skin in the game, that you saw me out there grinding every single day, rubbing shoulders, sitting with the right people in the right rooms. And my mom always used to tell me, if you're the smartest man in the room, son, you're in the wrong room.
0: Yeah, I get so that. I, I I, that. You know,
1: I love I love to rub shoulders and network with people, and champagne is the best conversation starter. You know, making that our flagship product and the fact that it's very good only adds right. to the value.
0: And all and all the pain you're describing, frankly, is is what we in the game call you're an entrepreneur, and that's all it is. And I think that's great, right? Being an entrepreneur in this space is the, oh gosh, most ungrateful, difficult, challenging, bullshit filled, wonderful, kick-ass, rewarding, horrific, excellent, destabilizing, Xanax inducing, anxiety attack causing, amazing place to be. And that's just the first hour. So, I agree with that. And I think that from a financing standpoint, none of this stuff is cheap. I know that the public markets, however, are looking for new and unique brands, non-correlated assets. And I think that's great. And so when you look at, guys, uh, you know, before we do kind of close it out for the day, for the first podcast of the new year, What does 2021 look like for Billionaire's Row? And what are your goals, the two of you, for the brand? We've talked about the three-year, the five-year, the seven-year goal. What is the 2021 goal for you in a nutshell? You can speak to it in number of states, in sales, in cases, or in people's lives you change with your brand. So who can talk to that?
2: Definitely. I think that um, with this transition in 2021 with the presidency, I think that the world, I think once we go through this transition, I think the world's going to open up, like you said, Brian. People have been locked up in their their houses. The vaccine's out. We're happy and excited about that. But I think the world's going to go back into its greatest comeback ever. And I think we're excited to be part of that. We've done a tremendous job in 2020. Now, 2021, we have our eyes on, on bigger and better things. With looking into launching our alkaline spring water this summer, Our champagne's doing well, our cognac's doing excellent. And I think that that's part of us as far as 2021 is to get the young generation excited about this new brand that's coming into the market.
0: I love it, I love it. And right now,
2: where can people find your brand?
0: Can you give us your Instagram handle? Can you give us what states you're in currently and what distributors you work with within those states so we can hopefully with our circulation at the podcast that we can drive as much traffic to you as possible?
1: Yeah, um, we're in the tri-state, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. We're in Florida. Um, The first of the month will be in California, also Illinois, also Arizona. You can purchase the product currently on ReserveBar.com or BillionairesRow.com. Our Instagram, Twitter handles are at BillionairesRow. One word, um, yeah. So. I love
0: it. I love it. True, true entrepreneurs, guys. I've known you for on and off for probably three years now, or two and a half years. You are true entrepreneurs. You're doing great things in the market. And just you know, I don't know if if you caught it at home or wherever you're, you're getting our podcast. I think William just named five or six states. They were in zero states two months ago. So when you buy a ticket on a rocket
2: ship. That's what
0: it looks like, folks.
2: <laughs> I love it. I love it, Brian. Yeah. I took it on a rocking ship. I'm noting yeah. that right now. That's I love. It. It. Gotta give me credit, guys.
0: If you're gonna use, if you're gonna quote me to me, I need the credit. That's that's kind of my job. So with that, we're gonna we're gonna close out Happy Hour with Brian Rosen live with Brian Rosen. Remember, we are not live, and it is not an hour. But we are here. We are introducing the world to new brands, to adult beverage financing, to Social causes in Adult Beverage, importers, distributors, and fintech related to Adult Beverage. This is Brian Rosen and on behalf of Billionaires Row, Champagne, Water, Cognac, and the way it sounds, everything else in the world will be Billionaires Row before we're all over. Patrick, William, thank you for joining us. <laughs> Definitely.
1: William, yes.
0: you got it, thank guys.
1: you so thank you so much for having us on the you. platform. Awesome. Thank you.
0: No, and we'll see you. We'll see you in the Hall of Fame. Talk to you down the line.